0: Use some school through the summer. Uh, even in those years, we've still taken large blocks of time to do fun things. So there may have been some schoolwork going on, but it wasn't quite as consistent or solid as it was in the school year.
1: Yeah. And I, I that's one of the, uh, my, and we're going to talk about in the next week's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about planning for the school year and some of the pros and cons. But I tend to be more stressed that we get more school done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm always saying two things. I'm saying, you know, even when we're not doing school, school's still happening. <laughs> Learning is still happening. That's true. Education, discipleship, all those things that we want to be all about all the time with our children are still happening, even though we may say we're we're cutting off school for the summer or for several weeks. Um,
1: you don't know what that does to my heart to hear. Not doing school for the summer. It sort of drops and I sort of get a cold break out into a cold sweat. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Failure as a mom. Never going to recover.
1: Right, right. Yeah. I don't know why I, I'm sure if my kids were in regular, you know, in, institutional school, I'd be the mom with the stack of workbooks for them to get done during the summer. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm always trying to curb that. That's the second thing I'm always trying to say. It's okay. We can take a few months off. You know, All will not be lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you say that a lot. <laughs> Maybe it's my all or nothing personality. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that we've done. Um, the first one that I thought of is we try to take, and sometimes those happen just naturally because of weddings or family reunions. I would say for our first 20 years of marriage, (laughs) I was trying to think. Um, yeah, I think we took a vacation when Rich and Luke were one and a half and little babies. Uh, and then we didn't really take a vacation. Yeah, we, well,
0: we do trips to see family.
1: Right, but that's not the same thing. <laughs> There's no. a difference between yeah. going and being alone as a family on vacation and going and staying with family. Right, right. right. <laughs> different goals, different purposes, and. Different um, challenges. Yeah, and particularly you know, if we were traveling to my family, it was relaxing for me, and we were traveling to your family, it was relaxing for you, and probably not for the other ones as much. Yeah,
0: one thing we did to make that more practical, and uh, or practicable, I think, is the right word, uh, and not everybody can do this, but if you can swing it, you're able to afford a camper, a travel trailer, that really made travel to see family and travel to campgrounds or events a lot, Easier, yeah. I for love us. our camper because we just load up the camper with all of our stuff, yeah. and then the vehicle isn't stuffed to the gills with things. Yes, and you well, can disconnect and just drive <laughs> yeah. around like normal people.
1: I remember when we we did. I do. We did try to take a trip um when we had the four children. I had just had Matthew. I think he was six or eight weeks old. Which, just for the record, that was really stupid. But um, we tried to. We tried to get away for a camping trip. And I remember, you know, we were tent camping and we were cooking food over the thing. And I remember bathing kids in this big, um, you know, wash tub. And I remember saying, tell me again why it's a vacation for me to do everything I do at home only to make it harder.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, this is why God made... <laughs>
1: Electricity. The
0: air conditioning. Beds.
1: Yeah. So our camper, okay. Obviously, I'm not a, I'm not a natural. I'm not going to be your wilderness hiking girl. But, um, being able to sleep on a real mattress and have the air conditioner and having it, even though it's a mini kitchen and we do prepare a lot of our food ahead of time. Although most of the time when we camp, we pretty much, we prepare our sides ahead and then you grill everything. Yeah. Um, if it can be grilled, we do it during yeah. our, right. because the idea is we don't want to spend a lot of time cooking and cleaning up. We want to spend time hiking and swimming and relaxing around the
0: fire and, and for me, music,
1: reading books and yes, all that. Um, yeah, so we, we want to really have have fun.
0: So we have gone to a couple of times we've gone to a campground that's about an hour from here.
1: That was really nice because especially the first time um first of all because it was the first time we had done that uh-huh. we forgot things. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> you actually came home. We're close. Yeah. Right, it was it wasn't a big deal for um I think we might have also had drivers, teenage drivers. They could come home and pick up the four or five things we'd forgotten or that we didn't realize we would need. Yeah,
0: and they needed to stay at work an hour or two later than we we're going to set up so they could come after work. Right. No big deal.
1: Right. And then we also, that first trip, we had kids get sick. And, um, oh, yeah. we had, th- we had, um, three little ones that came down with a fever kind of sickness, uh, which was where the camper was really helpful because we didn't have to pack up and go home. Um, Yeah, they
0: were comfortable in a bed.
1: Yes, and we got to take care of them right there with us. and um, They could
0: be sick. and We could still have fun.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, and my idea of the most fun ever is to sit and read anyway, so I was perfectly happy to sit in the air-conditioned camper and read while you guys all ran all over the campground doing putt-putt golf
0: and stuff. So what else have we done?
1: Well, one of the best ideas you ever had.
0: Oh, this sounds good.
1: And I'm not sure. I think I resisted it at first. Um, because I was, I had a lot of concerns, but one of the best ideas you ever had was to set up an above ground pool in the side yard here. And um, we're talking
0: about one of those cheapo disposable.
1: Yes. Although over the years, the size of our pool has grown as the size of our boys and our family has grown.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think it was me two years ago who said, okay, now I want to swim. So, you know, please make sure that there's plenty of yeah. <laughs> space even for me. Yeah. Um
0: Cause you're so big.
1: Well, <laughs> well, right now I am. <laughs> right now I've got better a big,
0: better old, not fill that
1: too high. big, big old, that's sorry, I get on my big old belly of there. Um, I, I did not grow up going to the pool, um, as a kid. Um, I'm sure there was financial reasons. There was time reasons. Um, there were a lot of reasons. The closest pool was at that point, believe it or not, when I was growing up in Ohio, the closest community pool. Did not allow black people to
0: join the pool. You're kidding.
1: No. Isn't that crazy? Not until I was in high school.
0: I had never heard that.
1: Yeah. I know.
0: Ohio. Ohio. We're not in Mississippi. No,
1: no, no. Right there. And it was, um, and it was actually two of my friends that, um, were black that, you know, Really? You're not going to let these folks come in? Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So I'm sure my parents wouldn't have, even on principle. <laughs> but I do remember wouldn't
0: going... would joined. Wouldn't have Oh, you, yeah. goodness,
1: no. They would never have supported that. Wow. Um, but we did have friends that had an in-ground swimming pool. Well, actually, they're friends whose cousins had in-ground swimming pools, which, by the way... If you're going to have a really big nice pool, the best one to have is your neighbors. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> but, Yeah. So we set this up and uh instantly started having fun with it.
1: Right. And one of the couple of things was uh, first of all we're about 20 minutes out of town and um driving to and from the pool was just a lot of it's a waste of time yeah. on those real hot days and and secondly, uh we have a lot of boys and young women and we want to encourage modest swimwear. And. But
0: you can't control down at the county pool. No,
1: no, and, and sometimes it's pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, and it's a zoo.
1: That's true. And uh, yeah. On a
0: hot day when you want to be in the pool, there's 150 kids there.
1: Right. And then, so then there, I have safety concerns yeah. because I can't keep track of all of my children and yeah. I can't see them.
0: So. You know, you might think it's a zoo with us having 10 kids, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. In oh, the pool.
1: absolutely. And uh, we did the pool, and, I mean, we got the, the noodles and the flotation devices. and I mean, we just...
0: And it, one of the best things about us is it wears the kids out.
1: Yes. They spend most of their... <clears throat> on the hot days, they spend most of their afternoon in the water. And, and they learn to swim, which yeah. was one of my concerns, because when you're not going... To the only time our kids ever got to practice swimming was when they went to b- visit grandma, and so we wanted to make sure they had good water safety. So basically, too.
0: our older kids didn't learn to swim until they were teenagers, right? Yeah, which, which is not fun. You, you don't want to go there.
1: No, and um, and safety just from the safety, and then we also we were able to we're able to. We have some local families, um, that, yeah, Yeah. that come and, and that when they're over hot, even if we're not in the pool, they're welcome to, to jump in and enjoy. And, and when we do a lot of hospitality, we have that open that folks can, can swim there. And, um, so that's the,
0: so let me turn off of that one more, one more great value of those cheap pools is when they are just at their last, (laughs) moment of life and you think why do we still have this thing this is terrible you patched it about 492 it's been patched times patched everywhere yeah so the great thing you can do with that if you have the space like we do and you've you put it on the uphill side of your property <laughs> is to get the kids from the neighborhood around or friends from church, do this on a Sunday afternoon, and you slice that sucker open. You <laughs> have a tidal wave. <clears throat> and let 4,000 gallons of water come pouring out of there.
1: Of course, you may want to make sure that you have an embankment to protect your cottage yeah, that's at on. the end of that. You
0: didn't need to mention that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was, but it, was, it does make a great video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we learned really quickly. That water flows a whole lot farther than I thought it would.
1: It sure does. Yeah, and make
0: sure you video the whole thing. Oh, that's yeah. It's a, a great memory. And you
1: could probably do a really cool homeschool. You know, get your get your older kids to do the calculations of how many inches of water over this
0: square yeah, that's foot. That's right. Yeah. It's
1: from that gallon. Yep. Yep. That transitions actually to another thing that we do a lot of in the summer, and that's outdoor hospitality. Yeah. Um, Let me
0: say one thing about outdoor outdoor hospitality. We talk a lot about hospitality. Most of the time we're talking about indoors. And we will constantly talk to the kids about hospitality works if people come here and they feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. That means the house is generally clean, it doesn't have to be perfect. In
1: fact, if it's too perfect, they don't feel comfortable.
0: Yeah, they don't feel comfortable. That's not not that we've thing. ever had
1: to worry about that.
0: But. But we want it to be nice <laughs> and inviting and comfortable and friendly, and so it needs to smell good and look pretty good and and the furniture should be comfortable. Mm-hmm. The setup should be conducive to hospitality. Mm-hmm. And not not all the chairs facing toward a TV.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a hard one when yeah. you have that in that living room. Yeah,
0: yeah. so uh, the same thing goes for outside. And over time here, especially the last few years, we've been working on trying to make the outside more conducive to hospitality.
1: Now, most people, when they say that, they're not talking about regrading and... (laughs) Well, we
0: we had to regrade. So when we regraded, we said, you know what would make this more conducive to hospitality (laughs) is if we regraded this way. So we not only got the water flowing away from the house, but we also created a nicer space. Well, and
1: you have to understand, we live in Virginia, where they call it... You know, level is a relative term. Level only has a ten-degree slope or a fifteen-degree. That's right. (laughs) So, uh, creating spots for our picnic tables that were flat, so we didn't have to put six blocks under this leg, and then this one was on the grass.
0: It could just be your deck furniture, or it could be how you arrange uh, having enough lawn chairs so that you and some guests can sit out there. And if you do
1: (laughs) enough hospitality, people leave their lawn chairs, and then you have a nice collection. There you
0: go. Try to give them back, but they—you they, can't find who's they.
1: And coolers, it's interesting. We've collected coolers over the years. Yeah, and they're just
0: like lawn chairs. And
1: you're like, hey, don't torch cooler back. Oh no, we, we got a better one. You can just keep that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that because I think it's—it's it's something that's been helpful to us. Absolutely, that outdoor hospitality is great this summer.
1: Absolutely, and that you know there's there's a little bit of prep that you know like I invested in um, oilcloth tablecloths.
0: On Amazon.
1: Um, yeah, and I actually bought the bought like fabric by the roll. It came in a great big tube, and for our
0: tablecloths. For the picnic table. For the
1: picnic table, so it's real easy to wipe those up, and we fold them up and put them in the closet. And we've, you know, we've we've picked up some things over the years. We have a nice uh, galvanized um, little holder that does the okay. plates and napkins and spoons and forks, yeah. and has a bottle opener and. You know, and it's interesting because if you do a lot of outdoor hospitality, you begin to see what works really well mm-hmm. and how to get a lot of people served. And so, you know, I write things down so that I'll remember for next year or if something runs out, like if I were to get a rip in one of my tablecloths, then I would know in May to reorder or something. Although those last forever if you get the oil Because they're strong. Right. So much better than the things that you would buy at a discount store.
0: Yeah, so we've done we've and not done more expensive birthday parties outside. We do in October. We do an October Fest for our church. But uh, that's
1: not summer. We're talking about summer. <laughs> yeah, well, it's outdoor. No. Yeah, it is.
0: In summer, uh, <clears throat> we've done the Friday night music. Oh, just yeah. for our neighborhood. That's been fun. Uh, folks in the community, we put a sign up at the end of the road and right out by our place. And yeah. we get some neighbors to come.
1: Yeah, they And do.
0: we will just play music. And, and we
1: literally are in our front yard. So um, people driving by
0: can see. will
1: slow down, roll their windows down, and just listen. And the neighbors
0: will sit on their front porch and listen. Right. If they don't come over. Right. And we, on a few nights, we... Uh, got enough burgers and hot dogs and sides to be able to feed whoever came.
1: Right. And I would, that's a, um if you want to do a lot of outdoor hospitality, I would really highly recommend that you develop a few easy menus.
0: Yeah,
1: This is just a practical thing for moms. Um, we don't get real crazy. <laughs> you know, it's hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken breasts, brats, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. and And with those, we have kind of set sides that we do that we've gotten really good at and we can make large quantities of. Potato salad goes a long way, you know, and um, things that don't take a lot of prep time because you don't want to spend, if you're going to have a Friday picnic, you don't want to spend all day Friday preparing for it. You want to get to the point where you and your children can get it all set up. I think we've got it to about an hour.
0: Yeah, and you can do hospitality for your whole neighborhood.
1: You can. That's the nice thing about outdoor hospitality is you're really not limited to your space, I, you know, I guess if you're in a right. smaller... But, you know, you can you can just... A lot of people can come, and, and you're usually using paper products, so it's just buying more paper and products. And you have them in on
0: your turf, mm-hmm. and you're not concerned about, you know, where your kids are.
1: Right, and you create... I mean, we actually have you know, kind of safe zones where we can see all the children yeah. and um, children, please don't go in the barn and, and, you know, and, and use this bathroom here and that way that, you know, um, you know what's going on and that the safety is taken care of. But at the same time, it's more about just having a lot of fun. And it
0: serves the community and it creates for, for a lot, where a lot of communities are becoming uh, privacy fences and garage, closed garage doors and everything that's happened in the backyard yeah. And you don't see a lot of front porch community stuff going no. on. No. Um, those are more more, more for decoration. Yeah. Um, you're creating a sense of community again and drawing people together.
1: But you can start making front porch community. I mean, yeah. you can start by doing it. And one of the fun things that I love is you guys playing music on literally on the front porch. And sometimes you'll do family worship when we have other families over and we'll do family worship out on the front porch or in the front yard. And so they hear us singing, they hear us glorifying God. They, um, they literally see us as lights on the hill. Mm -hmm. Um, kind of literally, although
0: even though we live in the Valley,
1: right? Um, I just think that's a great way to, to minister even outside of our, we don't even know who's listening. Yeah. We don't always know and, and because of the way ours is, you can actually hear us all the way up where Luke and Sabrina live and all the yeah, way up there and you're thinking here's this community that's known for having drug problems, you know, and you just don't know what God's gonna use to prick the heart of someone. Yep. So that's a that's a fun one and that gets us real excited, obviously. <laughs> um, let's see, some other things. We um pretty much all year long we do Friday night Family night or movie night. And, um, it tends, movie night is the, uh, lazy way of doing Friday night family night. And we do tend to do that a lot. Um, but we try to do other things too sometimes. And, um, and, uh, but we, we ramp it up a little bit, um, on, in the summer. Uh, it's easier to have other families over. You're still trying to figure out a way to set up a big old sheet and a and a movie projector and and do sort of the drive-in idea. We yeah, haven't gotten video, that worked
0: out. Video yeah. yeah. So as you're driving by, you see the uh, drive-through. You know, like a drive-in theater. Yeah. In our backyard. Yeah, that would be a lot. That of fun. may never happen. But
1: yeah. <clears throat> um. And then let's see. Oh well, one of the things that I've done uh, over the last few years has been um, to buy a great big one of the big white pieces of poster board. And then sit with the children and say, what are your goals and plans for the summer? You know, what things are you trying to get to? And just brainstorm a list. And it's sort of a bucket list. It's sort of a hundred ideas. You know, I mean, but it's something that I don't make for them. It's something that we all make together. Now, I might have things you know off to the side that I have ideas about um we always participate in the the local library reading program the first couple weeks of summer and but um but it has given the kids the opportunity to think of things that they want to do and creative ideas and sometimes it's having certain families over and sometimes it's um building something or making something or learning to do something or practicing something and so we make all those lists. And that's a lot of fun because – and then we put it up on the wall. And then as we do things, we, we circle them or cross them out or put stars next to them or that sort of thing. And we don't always get to everything. But we get to more if we have a big poster board of it written down and in front of us. <laughs> we would do less of that if it wasn't there and in front of us. And um, another thing that we try to do in summer – is to give the kids time, and that's—I don't know. I, I guess I—I I feel like our our the children in our culture today are so entertained that so many of them are missing out on free time. And um, well, we have the rule: if you come say I'm bored, then you get a chore. So, you know, there's no there's no reason for boredom. There's always something to do here in the house. But more so, giving them time to be creative. And sometimes those poster boards give them ideas and direction. Um, And sometimes they just come up with them. And I think of some of the things that our kids have done in the summer. Um, I'm going to start with a big one. One of them went and cut down a bunch of trees and built a log cabin. (laughs) Okay, that was a little unusual, you know. Normally, we're not all quite so, but I mean, literally like a full size log cabin, <laughs> you know, like two rooms and the doorways, you know, five feet. It's in. a split
0: level. Yeah, there's a yeah. roof.
1: Yeah, but. First of all, this kid has his proclivities, so don't feel like oh my homeschool
0: child. And is- there's a lot of building materials sitting around from having built the house last year. There are and
1: the- there's, you know, 40 acres of woods, too. Yes. So there's you know, you may not tell your subdivision child not to cut down your yeah, trees it's in the like backyard. not like cut
0: down your Bradford pear right, that you planted 5 years
1: ago. <laughs> right, right. Um however, um if he hadn't had the time and to do this, he would never have come up with it. Yeah. And uh, it was something that he was doing. He was learning about different... We started out learning about Colonial America, and then that went into log cabin building. And then he went out and started experimenting with this. And if, But if he hadn't had time to do it, um, which during the typical, you know, when we're doing our normal school every day, there just isn't that kind of concentrated time. Um, but they need to have some concentrated time. They need to have time to do their projects. Yeah. Um, one of our sons during a hot day of summer took one of those, what are those, those 50 gallon, those blue
0: it's barrels? A, yeah, blue plastic barrel, kind of a, like a 50 gallon drum, but in plastic.
1: Okay. So he cut that in half
0: and he Lengthwise. made,
1: right, and made two boats out of it yeah. and sailed them down our creek, <laughs> you know, and, um, it, it worked shockingly well. Um, but again, this is the kind of thing that takes, Time. It takes time to dream it up, and it takes time to to follow through on it. And uh, But then, the, then there's the more, you know, like one of our guys, he just likes to create new Lego things. And that's not something he gets to do.
0: So in the summer, he has extra time.
1: Right. And when it's real nice. hot outside, he's doing that. Yeah. And um, I try to, if I'm going to teach, like I teach them finger knitting, or if I teach them cross-stitching, and I teach... The boys and the girls, everybody. You know, you got those long, hot summer afternoons where I'm reading out loud or we're listening to audiobooks and then we're pursuing these, you know, craft projects. And, and this is also a great time to get out, especially the messy art supplies, the things that you never want to take the time to clean up during the school year. You know, get those out and let them paint on the, on the, on the picnic table and let them hang up their watercolors or their temper paint things on the clothesline and you know, low mess, low stress. Oh. And then when they're done, they can jump in the pool (laughs) and wash off. Um, so good time to do that kind of stuff. And like I said, there's, there are probably thousands of 101 ideas for summer. (laughs) Some of them can be really good. And some of them can be very guilt producing. (laughs) You know, we don't really have the money to take everybody to all the zoos and museums and, and, um, theme parks <laughs> that you know are out there. Um in fact, we haven't even been to most of the local stuff here because it's just a lot financially to do that with a big family. But that doesn't mean you can't build a lot of memories, make a lot of have a lot of fun and make summer a great time of family memory building and bonding together.
0: Hello friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of HomeWise with Steve and Kara Murphy. If you have a moment and you are of the mind, please make a donation to Highlands Ministries to help support these podcasts. Uh, You can go to the website at highlandsministriesonline.org and there's a Donate Now button. You can sign up for a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated, and if we get like a million monthly supporters, we will do this from the beach.